Hey, Brenna. Hi, Maureen. What's hip happening? Nothing much. <laughs> how, how are you doing? I uh, uh, got the photo of you all uh, wired <laughs> up and ready to go into space, it looks like, for your sleep study. Yeah. Yeah, I did my sleep study. Yeah, I got real, uh, real hooked up. I was talking on the phone with my dad before, mm-hmm. and I'm like... He's like, so you're going to be like all connected to wires? I'm like, I'm sure they do these things wireless these days, right? Wrong. Oh. <laughs> wow. I don't think. Uh, so, yeah. I've never thought about that. Maybe I don't. Maybe the. Like. Maybe they get better readings if there are wires. It's maybe probably the kind of machine. Probably. It's a little more complex, I imagine, to read like your brain waves versus listening to headphones. I don't know. What. How did it go? Yeah, I feel I like mean, I couldn't have slept with all that crap on me yeah it wasn't too bad um it was a bit wild um yeah but like i i had like you know these sensors like all over my face Mm -hmm. and the person who's like taking care of me for the night it was just the two of us so that was that was fun that was a party your monitor yeah (laughs) but she could like she like knew like when i moved my eyes she's like look right look left and i'm like oh geez does that mean she knew if you got up to go pee i mean i would have walked right past her to oh. go pee okay so wow so you guys got real was... close real fast huh yeah 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 she uh she stuck sensors all over me probably yeah i did sleep fart uh probably probably and of course, snore so loud. I had like a little microphone put on my neck oh, to wow. like record my snoring. I'm sure you wouldn't that need that. <laughs> I'd love. I don't know I'm what sh- I would use it for, but <laughs> I don't. Um, yeah, and you know, she probably could have just had a microphone, you know, outside with her and still picked it up fine. So, you know. I did qualify for, like, I don't have any results yet, but I did qualify for the CPAP. So I did get to put that on during the night. They, like, let me go to sleep for a bit, and they monitored me to see how my breathing was. And if I was breathing fine, I wouldn't have needed the CPAP. But I did get woken up and strapped into the CPAP. I was like, I think she'll probably need it just because she snores. Yeah. I know that helps. So, but hey. Hopefully, you got good yeah. breathing sleep then. Yeah, actually, I don't. It. I'm not sure, you know, because it was I was up, and you know, strapped wires and stuff, and it, so it was a rough night. So I'm not sure like how much better I slept with it. Mm-hmm. But I did like wake up before like I was supposed to, mm. and I just just kind of sit there and breathe deeply, and that was real nice. <laughs> It's fun when I call my mom and it's, I don't realize, like, she goes to bed very early because she gets up really early. It's like, I'll try calling her, like, seven and she might already be in bed and I just hear her go, (laughs) hey, like, remove herself from her Darth (laughs) Vader mask. So, I'm excited that uh, I might do that to you if I call you randomly and I forget that it's evening time. Well, there is a CPAP shortage, so if I do need one, it might be a little hard to get. Oh, which oh. would suck because there's also that Adderall shortage and that hit me too. So I don't have all my meds that I'm supposed to have. Yeah. Yep. 
that's uh, I just have my five milligram instant release and I'm just like, uh, that's supposed to be, you know, the last boost of the day. I think your heart would stop if you immediately started on what I am on. Yeah, I don't probably. think it's good for people to just I don't think anyway. Well, the boy got a grooming today. Oh. His first grooming. Oh. Because, you know, we wanted someone to buff his nails because they're, like, if we just cut them, they're kind of sharp. <laughs> then he'll, like, you know, uh-huh. like, and he likes to, like, hit you in the face with his little paws. Silence. That's sharp. He's kind of a butt sometimes. <laughs> I mean, he's, like, a child still. Yes, he is a baby. But uh, we, and we think his butt needs squeezing, you know? Mm. And I'll always pay somebody to do that. Yeah, I mean, salutes to those who do that on their own. I feel like if I had a dog or a... Do cats need that? I don't think so, usually. It's usually kind of a small dog thing. I mean, like, all dogs and cats have it, and, like, it can get... I know they did like, it can happen. at one point. But he had a lot going on there, so... Yeah, poor guy. Mm-hmm. But we were we were a little nervous because you know they have like a no muzzle policy you know and if he's gonna be biting or frisky you know they'll just stop and he won't get a grooming. So when we went to pick him up, they said he did really good. Whoa! There we go. He didn't, he didn't bite anybody. That's good. Apparently he is. I quote: "He's a screamer." <laughs> um, <laughs> apparently he just screams, but he was Same. fine. As soon as he realized everything was okay, ah! he chilled. Yeah, just oh. probably it was much pitched. more high pitched than that. Yeah, yeah, he I, screams like a banshee. I want to be kind to our listeners' ears for once. That is very nice of you. <laughs> I try, um, <gasps> guys. I have another Neko Atsume character that I've given a warrior name. Oh, please. Hope we're ready. Oh, okay. Yes. Open up the app and I'm getting a gift from one of my cats. Oh, I got a, I got a, a Tupperware container from Smoke Spot. Thank you, buddy. Um, huh. So I recently finally photog- uh, got a photo of... So, you know Guy Fieri? Oh, yeah. So there is a Neko Atsume character called Guy Furry. And I think that... Yeah. And, like, is the, yeah, and he's just a little chef who, like, poses by, um. Yeah, really cool. By this, yeah, he's definitely hyped. Um, and I really, I was, uh, befuddled, perplexed about what, what I could possibly, uh, call him. Name him. And. Yeah. Unfortunately, maybe <laughs> for everyone, um, I was like, oh, <laughs> I know. Swallowmouth. I hate you. Listen, it's valid. It works. It's a warrior name, isn't it? It does. Yeah. Um, I googled Guy Fieri warrior cat name because I really hope someone out there had thought of a warrior cat name for Guy Fieri already. Did they? Did someone? Sadly, no. O- only people were talking. Oh my about gosh, Guy you're the Fury. first. I know. I I feel well. I think I don't know if he would choose Swallowmouth himself. No, but if he's not going to choose, we need to choose it for him. Right. And I also actually just today um, got Kathmandu, who is the uh, warrior cat who dresses in, like, traditional garb and is named after the uh, the capital of Nepal. Um, yeah. And I cannot think of a warrior name that would be 
like not problematic <laughs> for me to choose. Um, I mean, he's a white cat with uh, like regal eyebrows and like traditional. Maybe it's it must maybe it's Nepalese clothing. It might be I don't I know it's a Japanese app. I have no idea. Um, I'm just gonna leave him as Kathmandu until I think of something. Until I think of a really regal warrior cat name. Maybe I'll just think Sounds of him Star good. Star. Isn't that like the highest honor I could probably give him? I suppose, or like Star Brow. Oh, he's got oh my cool god! Eyebrows. Oh my! Oh my god! Guys, live on air! Live on air! I just a new oh warrior, a new a new cat on Nekoatsume. I got Senior Don Gatto. Heck yeah. He's the little, uh, like, he fights Mr. Mouse with a little sword. He's like a... Aww. What's, um... He's a musketeer. Oh. Oh, well, this is easy. He He's gonna be, uh... Sharpleg. Sure. Okay, I'll, I'll workshop that. How about Sharp Strike? Oh, that's good. He has a mustache, though, too. Mmm... Sharp stash. That's not a warrior name, but it's too good. Hey, for these ones, these aren't like real cats. Yeah, but these are funky cats. So I think you can give them funky names. I felt really good about Field Run. Field Run is good. Um. Okay, but sharp, sharp stash for now. Um, if anyone has any uh, uh ideas for Kathmandu. Um, specifically if you are of Asian descent and can give me something a white person could respectably name this cat, that wouldn't be rude. That would be, maybe I'll just like look up Firestar's name, what it is translated in other languages and just oh, name it that. Oh, that'd be fun. Or I suppose, what is a white storm? There's like, Oh, yeah. Anyway, have you read anything? Yes, actually. Um, I have read I Kissed Shara Wheeler by Casey McQuiston, which is, um, a YA, um, I guess it's like a romantic comedy. It's, um, a girl, Chloe, and her ultimate academic rival, Shara Wheeler, kisses her. Mm-hmm. And then disappears. Oh, no. And then she also kisses her next door neighbor and leaves him a note about it. Chloe's left a note about it. And then they have to go by her boyfriend and be like, hey, your girlfriend kissed us and disappeared. So the three of these goofs, um, the three of these people band together to, to, to find out, out what went. happened to Shara Wheeler. So, and she's left them, like, clues about, like, where to find her and stuff. Like, she's sending them on this weird puzzle chase. What a good... And, al- I, uh, I don't... How do people have time? I, I mean, she's trying to... Chloe's trying to be Val Victorian, too, so it's kind of hard. True. It does take place in, ooh, is it Alabama? Yes, Alabama at, at a Catholic high school. So there is some of that. But um, very fun. 
very fun. And uh, Casey McQuiston's the she she wrote um, one last stop, and red right red white and royal blue. So those are her two other books that were both very. Um, people say they were good. I read one last stop. It was very very good. I haven't read her first one, but yeah. You guess what, folks? Guess what? <gasps> I remembered how to, I figured out how to read. <gasps> Congratulations. Yeah. I, I hope everyone's hyped. And um, you did it. I and I yes, I also finally finished uh Known of the Ninth, uh, as Marie knows. Um So happy for you. Thank you. I'm emotionally broken for the rest of my life. Uh yes. But um I also like recently ordered um some zines. Uh, from Youth in Decline. Um, they're a publisher of zines, uh, comics, and other games. Um, and uh, they have this series called Frontier that was like recently on sale. Um, and I picked up some from creators that I really love. Um, nice. One of which is uh, em- Emily Carroll. Uh, she was in Frontier 6, and it's uh, the story that's printed in that is Anne by the Bed, which is a spooky, scary story, like a lot of uh, Emily Carroll's uh, work. Um, And it's... uh, I also got... um, I don't know which number it is, but it's another of the Frontier series. Oh, here it is. Uh, uh, Frontier number seven by uh, Jillian uh, Tamaki. Some of you folks might know uh, other for comics. Um... And that features the story Sex Coven, which is about, like, the early internet, cults, the spread of information and misinformation, and also music. Fun. But it's, like, short. So both of them are obviously contained adult content. Um but are pretty short reads and pretty fun reads, to be honest. So if you are, you know, of age and interested, I definitely suggest uh, checking out uh, Youth in Decline and Frontier and uh, whichever artists from that series uh, that sparks your interest. Well, are you ready to finish a gathering? Oh, I, am I ever? Because I'm Ember Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? Drama Rama, baby. We had um an infuriating end to last week's episode, I will say. Yeah. Deeply upsetting. Um I I know I was like, ooh, I'm kind of like loving like this, like how ooh, evil, nasty um, uh, Hawks Frost can be, but also doesn't mean um, I like him or I like when he bullies his sister. 
not a fan of that. Like, I know all siblings, all siblings, like, have stuff. Like, we, you know, fight. We have disagreements. We, you know, some folks have really complex relationships with their siblings. And, but (laughs) a complex relationship does not equal, um actively putting your sister on blast in front of not just your own clan, but also everyone else. And also, Hoffrost, why are you so disrespectful towards women? You're not even, you're not even in Firestar's family. So it doesn't make sense. (laughs) Because not only was crappy towards his sister, but also it was crappy towards leopard star who i'm just like girl what how are we doing this again right also hey aaron's do we have a problem with women in leadership positions <sighs> i because <did>. <sighs> you only have one female leader right now and um she's yeah. already like had a crappy dude try to like kind of take over her clan why are we doing this again I mean, Leopard Star's probably going to give him a whooping once she gets so. back to camp. Yeah, as she should. It, it, I hope it's a both of those. I know Hawk, uh, I know that uh, Mothwing doesn't deserve it, but I'm sure she'll get more of a talking to. Um, yeah. I mean, also the last female warrior who was a leader, Blue Star, she also just went, like, literally nutso bananas. So, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know, um, so for the 20th anniversary, um, Kate, Cherith, and Vicky got together on a Zoom call and answered some questions, and Kate was talking about how much she loves, like, the strong women leadership in River Clan. So, but then Kate also doesn't include Squirrel Flight in the strong women. Vicky, Vicky came in clutch for me and and made sure to include Squirrel Flight in that. So thank you, Vicky. Because I mean, we but, do have um, Misty, Misty, Misty Foot. Yeah, we have Misty Foot. Yeah, no, she's great, but and also being constantly disrespected by Hawk Frost. Yeah, yeah. But but River Clan is really right now the the gals are um, the girls are fighting in control. Oh, yeah, yeah they're I'm in sure control. Leopard Star. Oh yeah, and Leopard Star doesn't want to. You know, probably she wouldn't have wanted to do this at a gathering at all. No, and she so. pretty much made that clear. But now we're gonna yeah. let the boys take the stage and um, just continue. I guess this silly, silly fun time we're having. Yeah, well, one star said everything's good in Wind Clan. Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, was, we're uh, we're fine." Uh, we decided carry to stop on. making drama with uh, Thunder Clan. Ends up your life so much easier when you do that. <laughs> so Firestar is next. Uh, he starts with explaining the Badger attack and thanks One Star for bringing Wind Clan warriors to help. Without them, many more cats would have died. Okay. One Star waves his tail. It's no more than what they owed them. Do you know? Okay, I, before we get into it, do you know what I'm thinking of right now? No. When Nicki what? Minaj got on stage and was like, seems like someone has a lot to say about me in the press when she like called out Miley Cyrus at that award show. At, like, in front of every- I feel like that we're about to see Firestar be like, hey guys, thank you so much. Okay. 
<laughs> Shadow Clan. We got beef, apparently. Um, and I heard y'all talking crap. Good job, everyone. Good job uh, making that real subtle. <laughs> uh, yep, kitty pet in charge up here. About to <laughs> chat about it since you guys want my name in your mouth all the time. I might as well give you something else to chew on. Well, first, Firestar reports the deaths of Sootfur and Cinderpelt. Aww. Uh, Their clan honors them. Yeah. Murmurs of grief ripple through the clearing. Oh, Cinderpelt had been greatly admired and respected. As she would she be missed be. by all the clans. As she should be. I'm sure, I'm sure Sootfur was chill, too. <laughs> Firestar announces Leafpool as their new medicine cat. She's done an excellent job caring for their injured warriors. Nepotism. Everyone is recovering. Just sit in the back. Nepotism. <laughs> the the guys, everything's nepotism. We're all chosen by our ancestors. Yeah. Well, everyone is recovering. They have rebuilt their camp, and Firestar says that the Badgers have not weakened ThunderClan in any way. Get put post any that pauses cor correction in the press, please. Print that out. <laughs> Yeah, Firestar pauses to let that sink in, then turns to Blackstar. Not long after the Badgers attacked, ThunderClan warriors found a ShadowClan patrol setting scent markers well inside their territory. Does Blackstar have anything to say about this? Brambleclaw glances at his sister. Don't blame me, she hisses under her breath. She told Russet Fur that she was a stupid furball for even thinking of invading ThunderClan. But would she listen? Brambleclaw lays a tail on her shoulder. It's okay, he murmured. Every cat knows that she's an honorable warrior. That means nothing coming from you. It really doesn't. But, I mean, correct. Tawny Pelt is the greatest. Yeah, okay. Uh, the 2015 VMAs, Nicki Minaj went to Miley Cyrus and said, what's good? And that's just what I'm thinking of right now. And if no one's taken that audio clip, the clean version of it, and animated uh, Firestar doing that to, like, whoever, because I'm sure it could be towards any leader at this point. Ugh. <sighs> oh. Well, Blackstar rose confidently. Since the weather has grown warmer... Two legs have brought their boats into the lake at the edge of their territory. Their kits play in the woods and frighten their prey. Leopard Star says it's true. They're leaving their rubbish in RiverClan territory. She's even seen them on this island. Mistyfoot adds that they lit a fire. Ooh. Oh, I mean, to be fair, last time Two Legs lit a fire, um... It was to, like, burn down part of our forest. Yeah. Well, I suppose um, we don't really know if that was two legs. I think it was supposed to be the storm, but Brambleclaw does have, like, a flashback to almost dying at that time. He's like, oh, fire. And even more recently, the last time we, like, even saw two, like, they were just, like, playing in the woods yeah. or, like, uh, uh, like, you know, just, you know camping they were actively destroying our home so i understand why everyone's like yeah. man we we shouldn't have picked a are we in like a nature preserve 
Like a park? Are we just in a park on accident? Oops. I mean, we are next to a campsite. Okay, this is like, um, you know, on Reddit, they have those, like, folks will post their, like, ghost stories and stuff or, like, spooky experiences. Um, Some British person in, like, 2004 being like, I was out camping and I just heard, like, the sound of, like, I think it was cats, but there was too many cats. I've never heard, like, yeah, we have wild cats, but not this many. They were outside our tent, just, like, scratching and meowing. And, but it wasn't, I, and I opened, I unzipped it, and, and, and they weren't just, like, out looking for food. They were all in a circle talking or, or meowing at each other. And, and, and some of them were up on a rug. I I'm just saying, I want the, like, cryptid There's version. There's just a tent in the middle of the gathering and nobody's noticed it. Uh, not this one, but like you know, it'd be funny if like next full moon there are okay. people like camping on this little <laughs> island. Well, what does that have to do with stealing their territory? Squirrelflight calls out. Yeah, Blacks- <laughs> Black Star says the borders were set during Leaf Bear. No cat knew what effects two legs would have on them, and they never expected so many of them. Shadow Clan is finding it harder to catch enough prey. So is River Clan. Leopard Star puts in. That's real cool, guys. That happened like literally yesterday. So you're in such dire straits you couldn't wait one day to ask about rearranging the boundaries. Because like, Firestar probably would have honestly, if they hadn't done this, Firestar probably would have been cool about giving them some more land. Like, if they ha- had been allowed to, like, they're like, okay, well then, Thunder Clan's gonna have to like look to see if we can stretch out our borders like the opposite way. Like, honestly? Yeah. Wow, Blackstar, you're just not a good strategist, because if you had just been, like, chill, you probably could have gotten that without a fight, idiot. Because this- Yeah, he at least would have probably been more open to it, to a discussion. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, he's the bleeding heart of everyone. Are you kidding me? Well, it seems that the only solution is to rearrange the boundaries. Thunder Clan and Wind Clan should give up some territory to Shadow Clan and River Clan. I've seen this film before. It wasn't a good one. No, I didn't like the ending. It did not end well. Um, how are we doing this again, though? Why is this? Oh, guys, it's only series. We're on the third, se- second series, right? Yeah. How are we? I wonder. I wonder who put this seed in people's heads. Was it hot? Thunder Clan and Wind Clan cats yowl <gasps> in protest. Oh my god. Well, one star leaps to his paws, bristling. Never. And Firestar says they cannot agree to that. As the borders are set now, each clan has the territory they are used to. He can't expect River Clan to hunt the bare hillsides like Wind Clan. Hawk Frost insists that they can learn. How about you learn so how much to- has changed. Okay, alright. You know what? I want to see if this dude can learn how to be fireproof real quick, and I'm going to find a match somewhere. Um, he can already swim, so I couldn't push him in the lake. Um, also, I feel dumb that I didn't put two and two together that the reason this is repeating is because for some reason, Tiger Star, beyond the grave, is trying to, like, fix his plan that he already... What does he think he's going like, to achieve? Failed. Like, what is his goal? Because he is dead. Yeah. Is it just to destroy Firestar? Know. Yeah, I think so. Okay, but Firestar goes to heaven. The heaven you don't get to go to. So. 
Are you just trying to like do you you, you don't you don't want him dead? You just want his life to be ruined. Because you know what you can do. Um, ghost visit his wife. You're hot. It maybe it could happen. Oh my god, no. Well, fires Firestar had like a weird ghost affair. Why not? Why not? Why not Sandstorm? I mean, you know, I guess maybe it's her turn. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to do gross age gap uh, uh, ghost visits, uh, equal rights, I guess. Oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't support it. That'd be really disgusting at you. Yeah, please don't. Well, so much has changed. Surely they can manage some new hunting techniques. Crowfeather says he'd like to see them try. It's not as easy as they think. And he knows WindClan would find it difficult to hunt in the thick wood cl- woodland like ThunderClan. And if we're going to well, take on new would hunting technique, that. why don't you guys uh, try some yogi bear techniques and steal these guys' picnic baskets? Like, <laughs> That'd like, be great. If we're going to talk about hunting techniques, why don't you guys figure out how to be better hunters on your own land? Why don't you learn how to farm? Learn agriculture, you idiots. Well, he would know about that, Webfoot sneered. One whisker, or one star, sorry, hisses that that's enough. And Brambleclaw realizes that some of Crowfeather's clanmates haven't forgiven him for being ready to abandon his clan for Leafpool. Dude, it's been a literal week. What did you think? Hawkfrost says no cat wants trouble among the clans. But ThunderClan and WindClan need to be reasonable. What if it was their territory being invaded by two legs? Tawny Pelt leans close to Brambleclaw with a snort of contempt. She says she met Hawkfrost on the border once when she was patrolling with Blackstar and Oakfur. He was so concerned about the two legs, saying it was a pity the borders couldn't be changed. She wouldn't be surprised if Hawkfrost put that idea in Blackstar's head. Brambleclaw stares. That couldn't be true. No, it is! Hawkfrost would never encourage... Shadow Clan to attack Thunder Clan. Oh my god, you are as dense as a brick. He sucks. He's terrible. Your half brother sucks. Not because he's your half brother, but because he just sucks. Like, dude. He does. Well, Brambleclaw tells her that Hawkfrost isn't like that. Oh my god. Really? Tawny Pelt says. And she supposes that he'll tell her birds don't nest in trees. Yeah, what, really, what is his evidence? He's like, no, he's a really loyal cat. He and I both personally hang out with our evil dad who betrayed all the clans every night. Like, are you kidding me? You are staring. You're, he's staring at it. He's staring at it and refusing to see it. Yeah, He can't be this dumb. Like, he truly can't be, like, also, why... Why Hawkfrost? Why go this ham? Why would you trust Hawkfrost over your sister who you travel to the ends of the literal earth with? You're a sexist and right. an idiot, Brambleclaw. Well, Brambleclaw turns away and he misses Firestar's response and Hawkfrost is speaking again. I need him to go talk to the women in his life and actually trust and believe them. <laughs> hey, Goldenflower, was my dad a bad guy? Oh, yes. I, like, was in love with him, and I can acknowledge the fact that he was a terrible man. Yeah. She's still alive! She is. There are people in your clan who loved and trusted 
him who are still alive. Talk to Longtail. Talk to Talk to Longtail. They were kind of close. I mean, it might be uh, you could probably talk to uh who is the old lady? Mousefur. You could probably talk to Mousefur. She probably wouldn't like be super nice, but she could probably be like, "I remember when he was a promising young warrior, and then he turned into an idiot." <gasps> Mousefur's younger than Tiger Star. But yeah. Yeah, but he's dead, so she gets yeah. to be old and he gets to be dead. Some people didn't have a mega That's death true. because they sinned against God. <laughs> <laughs> Hawkfrost asks Firestar if he's being too stubborn about clan boundaries. Doesn't he say that Star Clan decreed there should be four clans? Are you am I talking How can to that you? Be am I talking to you? If two of them starve. Hey, buddy, am I like, are you up here? Are you up here on this rock? No, I don't think so. Um, I'm going to talk to Leopard Star. Hey, Leopard Star, are you going to continue to let Wormtongue over here uh, chat up me up <laughs> and try to take me out for dinner? Or are we going to have a discussion like adults? Well, Hawkfrost looks to Brambleclaw as if expecting support, but Brambleclaw looks away. You should be embarrassed and ashamed of yourself and shamed of yourself, Brambleclaw. Well, Hawkfrost was persuasive, but he couldn't believe that Star, uh, Shadow Clan and River Clan were at any danger of starving in Greenleaf. Yeah, they you should guys wait just... a season or two before they talk about border changes. Yeah, are you guys just bad at hunting? Like, okay, yeah, sometimes people come by. What about the other days of the week? They only come on weekends. We have no concept of time. Figure it out. Firestar says Hawkfrost doesn't look like he's starving. Oh, who burns? Hawkfrost hisses hisses that RiverClan needs more territory, and if he doesn't give it to them, they'll take it anyway. Wow, good job, uh, buddy. Mistyfoot snaps that Hawkfrost does not speak for (laughs) RiverClan. Sit down. Excuse me? Leopard Star, are you about to let this kid- Cats look like they're about to fight. Declare war for you? Right? Mistyfoot orders them to stop. This is a gathering, or have they forgotten? Some cats step down, but others look like they're still ready to leap. Claws unsheathed. Also- No, Brambleclaw yowled. Remember the truce. Fights are breaking out around him, and he hauls Cedar Pelt off Dust Pelt. Firestar raises his voice in a furious yowl. Stop! This is not the will of Star Clan. Hey, Star Clan, do you want to send like a, a cloud over the moon or something to stop these idiots? Want to hit me with a cat fax? I wish another tree out? would come and hit this kid. Brambleclaw <laughs> or or Hawkfrost at this point, honestly. Either of them can go. <laughs> like Crooked Star, Crooked Star, did you drop that tree? He's like, oh man, I missed. Or he's actually like, I'm, this is actually pretty funny. <laughs> this is pretty funny to watch, to be honest. Look at them. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, I do have a cat fact though. Um, folks, it is the start of February, and in the U.S. and Canada, that means it's the start of Black History Month. Woo! Woo! Uh, throughout February, and really folks should do this throughout the whole year, uh, there is a concentrated effort made to recognize the injustices Black people face and continue to face, as well as the many triumphs of Black folks uh, often uh, forgotten throughout history or if not outright ignored. Um, 
So uh, here at uh, WCWIT, Warrior Cats, what is that? Uh, we're both white. Um, so it is a constant effort for us to continue to listen, learn, and and address our own internalized racism. So just getting that out of the way that I'm a white person, but I did my research the best as I could and got as many uh, original sources as possible. So if, yeah. Yeah, if you want to learn more about Black History Month and how it was established and resources on learning more, uh, those are linked along with the uh, sources for today's CAF Act. I thought it would be fun uh, to learn more about some famous Black folks who are famously cat lovers. Um, and to kick it off, I would be remiss if I did not start with Catwoman herself, Eartha Kitt. Um, I won't be diving too much into her famous role as Catwoman, as like the character itself, I think would be best saved for a different cat fact. Um, and also, don't worry, Halle Berry is next. I've not forgotten her. <laughs> I was going to put them both together, but then I ended up as like, oh, there's actually a lot here. Uh, yeah, spoiler alert, Halle Berry also super loves cats. <laughs> um, as is right. Mm-hmm. Uh, brief content warning. This is going to be like super brief and not descriptive at all. But in the very start of this, I am going to be talking about uh, sexual assault and childhood abuse. It's going to be so brief. The timestamp's literally going to be like skip over like the next 15 seconds. Um, but just wanted to give folks a heads up if needed. So starting with the icon herself, Eartha Kitt. Um, did not have an easy start to life. So, uh, born in 1927 in South Carolina. So she was born to a part Cherokee and a uh, part African-American mother. Um, her biological father was unknown, unknown to her. Um, it is reported that um, the situation was not consensual and he might have been a white man. Um, which perhaps explains why when Eartha Kitt, after going through the, like the effort and paying the money and going through the legal system to get her birth certificate, his name was blacked out. So uh, it's possible he was the son of the man that she grew up on the farm of. So as you can understand, he was probably protected um, no matter what crimes he committed. Um, and this may... Explain, it does not justify. Uh, Earth Kit's mother uh, then started, uh, you know, uh, seeing a different man, moved in with him, and did not, uh, this man and her mother didn't want Eartha around anymore. So she ended up moving in with uh, a series of pretty abusive relatives, um, which caused her to, um, throughout her teen years like run away and experience homelessness uh in like different periods um so not a great start but that did not stop eartha kit she um started uh in the 1940s to pursue a career as a singer and then went into acting in the 1950s uh her distinct voice was like instantly recognizable i think everyone uh knows when she sings uh you know santa baby is pretty famous um, and also pretty distinct was her backstage companion, uh, a cat named Jinx would hang out in her dressing Aww. room and uh, just be there in between uh, her sets. And there's actually a photo of when she was kind of uh, 
kind of starting to pop off in the 1950s as a singer and performer of her, like, literally with her cat putting on her makeup. Sorry, I was, I, I'm sending it to you in the messenger. And I pasted the wrong. Yeah. There we go. So uh, this is her cat, Jinx. Um, and Aww. moving on. That's so cute. I know. Uh, I have on Getty Images, there's so many pictures of her with cats. I, I have it linked as one of my sources. Um, but going on, um, Eartha Kitt's career uh, was unfairly, in my opinion, temporarily paused um, due to her other passion, activism, uh, because in 1968, uh, during a, a luncheon at the White House, um, where Eartha Kitt was invited, uh, Eartha Kitt made some anti-Vietnam War statements um, that apparently made the First Lady cry. <laughs> um, and I looked it up. That's beautiful. And the quote was literally... You send the best of this country off to be shot and maimed. No wonder the kids rebel and take pot. And she might have said some other stuff, but I'm like, man, girl, grow a better backbone if that's going to make you cry. <laughs> well, apparently Eartha Kitt might have been like, I know you have kids, so why are you letting this happen to the first lady? And it's not entirely uh, confirmed all the things she said, but uh, and it's not entirely confirmed if it made the white lady uh, or the first lady <laughs> that was a slip of the tongue. Um, cry, <laughs> but sure did. Uh, or it, it sure blacklisted her from uh, Hollywood for a while. Um, probably oh. she was pretty negatively talked about in the press, and uh, this can probably be attributed to the fact that the literal CIA had a dossier uh, all about her personal life. And her, like, childhood and her partners. And, like, this was, like, found in 1975 by a whistleblower um, who would, like, publish stuff about the cover-up of the Vietnam War atrocities. And he, there, he was also like, and here's a whole dossier about Eartha Kitt. And Eartha Kitt's like, go ahead and publish it. I have no secrets. Um, <laughs> so uh, she was like, whatever. I'm going to go focus on my career in Europe and Asia because America doesn't like me right now. Eventually, though, uh, she was, uh, you know, back in the hearts and the minds of the U.S. public uh, throughout the 80s and 90s. Um, she did uh, stage work. And also, uh, in the early 2000s, she endeared herself to a new generation, myself included, with her roles as Yzma in The Emperor's New Groove and Madame Zeroni in the film adaptation of Holes. Um she actually did quite a bit of voice work, um, which actually started in the 1970s. And one of her last uh, award-winning performances, earning an Emmy, was as Cool Cat in The Wonder Pets. Uh, oh, so good. <laughs> she's literally a cat who's like a uh, like a scat uh, singer uh, who, uh, who sings along with a hippo. And um, it got her an Emmy. Um, so... Earth Kit, despite all the stuff that she went through, she whatever she wanted to be, she became that. Um, a singer, actress, uh, both on stage, on film, and in animated form as a voice actor. Um, she also was an activist and an advocate uh, for anti-war uh, sentiments and for LGBTQ rights. Um, and while not mentioned... Yeah, thank you. 
Yeah. And while not mentioned in like too much detail in a lot of the sources I could find, um, there's a lot of evidence that she was a lifetime long animal lover, despite the fact that she wore fur and sung about getting fur, uh, you know, in the 1940s, whatever. It's a time thing. Um, I've already mentioned, I don't know if you guys recall, in a cat fact that she was an attendee of an adoptathon for shelter pets and uh, found specifically that she uh, was the ASPCA spokesperson during their 2003 June Adopt a Shelter Cat month. So, Aww. Um, and nice. like I mentioned, Getty Images, there's like so many photos of her just like with cats um there's like a photo of her like uh like doing uh like trying to get phone donations and she's just like holding a cat she's getting off a plane holding like three cats she has like a cat with her and a jessica like just animals abound with her um oh i hope you can say that about me someday i know i want all i want when you search me on getty images to like a cat is also there with me um always and uh, I this doesn't really fit in, but I did find, like, an article about her later in life, and uh, apparently she collected, like, wasp and bee nests. <laughs> um, love it. Right? <laughs> and she was just like, yeah, I love it. You just have to, like, make sure there isn't anyone in there anymore, and then you can take it. Yeah, I have a lot of these. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it... She ended up passing away in 2008 due to colon cancer. Uh, her daughter, Kit McDonald, was beside her and loved her mother very much. Um, Eartha Kit, both in name and in voice, is often, uh, you know, alluded to as like sort of like a cat woman figure, not only as the character, but sort of like her entire personality. Yeah. Um, folks have always kind of uh, described her as cat-like. Um, and... I don't think she minded too much. Apparently she super loved like leopard print um, and like any cat print. Um, oh, and it was like girl. her daughter like says, yeah, this is like everywhere over our house. It was my mom was so <laughs> into this. Um, so and she also had like a, a lot of cats. I, I only found a couple of named ones um, on the Getty Images sites. And uh, famous people, can you talk more about your cats? Because all I can find is pictures of you Please? with them. And I just need to know more about them because I... Uh, I want to know more about Jinx, this cat who was like, yep, I'm backstage with, like, one of the world's most famous singers, whatever. <laughs> Cats will keep you humble, I think. Yeah, they really do. So, yeah, that is uh, Eartha Kit and her cats and her career in life. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Do we want to see how this gathering is going to end? I Will it ever end? I if it doesn't end in bloodshed, I think we'll be, like, really lucky. Leafpool flattens herself to the ground as fights break out. Uh-oh. <laughs> she can't believe any cat would break StarClan's truce. Girl, are you But she remembers me? the prophecy. It's true. Oh. There can't be peace until blood spills blood. Oh my god. Brambleclaw, go kill your brother. <laughs> can we just get this? Like, I know you like are super like on his side right now, but can you just like Tawny Pelt? Tawny Pelt, will you quickly Tawny do this? Pelt. You won't. You won't fulfill care. a prophecy. You're breathing. <laughs> or honestly, honestly, Tawny Pelt, it's up to you. Mothwing, you can I Mothwing? be like, hey, bu hey, buddy, that was a rough gathering. Um, 
But you know what? Bygones be bygones. Here's this berry that'll help you relax. Your entire bloodstream will stop moving. (laughs) The clearing is full of spitting, clawing cats. Leafpool tries in vain to spot Crowfeather, terrified that he could be badly injured. Firestar calls out, but his words are drowned out by the screeches. Starclan, help us, Leafpool prays. I wonder how she's like, how can these people like go against Starclan's pro- like thoughts? I know she like has already moved on, but it's like, girl. No, I mean Starclan's kind of blame. Starclan's giving her nothing but mixed messages recently. Yeah. As if in answer, a shadow falls across the clearing. Woo! And the moon is hidden completely by a cloud. Yes! Yes! I literally called it! I asked for it! You did! I mean, it, it takes them a little time because all the cats up in heaven have to blow on the cloud yeah. to make it go faster. Yeah. Uh, it, Blue Star has been, like, trying, like, forever to, like, get sort of, like, lassoing system. But we've been trying to explain to her that yeah. clouds are water and they're not solid. But she's like, stop talking to me about science. Um, I'm in cat heaven. I, Don't talk to me about science. <laughs> I obviously do not obey any of the natural laws of this universe. Shrieks of battle turned into yowls of terror. What were you- Look, Barkface calls out. Starclan is angry. This must be a sign that the boundaries need to stay where they are. Okay. Thank you, Barkface. Voices raise in protest, but Firestar's yowl drowns them all out. He says, Barkface is right. Starclan has shown their will. The boundaries will stay as they are. <laughs> the gathering is over. Squirrelflight's- Oh my god. Squirrelflight's like saying, Oh my god, you guys made him use his dad voice. That's scary. That's usually reserved for me. (laughs) Leopard Star says the next River Clan cat to raise a paw will answer to her. Every cat go home now. Hot Frost, put your paw. One Star echoes this. Hmm? Hot Frost, someone hit Hot Frost's elbow so his his arm goes up. (laughs) Bumps his paw. Yeah. One star echoes the same for Wind Clan, and he's looking over the clearing furiously. Black Star hisses that this isn't over. No, it's not, Hawk Frost calls out. They'll discuss it again at the next gathering. Leapool's like, I don't think this is your decision. Yeah, like, shut up. Like, he is, okay. I take back half of what I said. Um, he's not that smart. He or he's not that conniving. I thought he would be more cool than this, but he I think it's because he doesn't have as much experience as like Tiger Star about keeping his cool. And I think he's just so like ready to prove himself and like get every give everyone out. Yeah. He's like he's so used to manipulating people so easily that having like people resisting is really mm, upsetting him. Yeah, and like it, he's just like shown all of his cards. Immediately. He has not he really his only secret which isn't even a secret because one person who, if they were less conflicted and more intelligent, would tell other people about it. But his only thing he really has on his side that he hasn't told, I'm imagining anyone, is that he has an advisor in his dead dad. But his dead dad also is kind of an idiot because 
he's sowing discord, but it's mainly to not, like, prop up Hawkfrost's career. It's to destroy uh, Firestar's life. Yeah. Because Hawkfrost is being used, but it's not going to end up with the goals he wants, because obviously he doesn't fully understand what his dad wants. So he doesn't want his success. His dad wants him to, you know, be a little pawn. Well, Hawkfrost acts like he's clan leader when he's not even deputy. Leafpool distrusts him, and it makes her fur stand on end. And she wonders how much influence he has over Brambleclaw. Oh my god! You know too! Yeah, she knows. Go snitch right now! (laughs) Girl? Like, immediately. Like, can't you see how bad this is? Or just, like, go be like, honestly, if you don't want to snitch to your dad, just, like, go be be like, hey, uh, Brambleclaw, I had a dream where you and Hawkfrost had a dark- You were there? And you were there. (laughs) Well, yeah, and a dark shadow was lording above you, whispering vile things into your ears. Well- I don't know what that could mean, but... It was a very dad-shaped shadow. Yeah, it was big, maybe if handsome. you know what I mean. <laughs> well, the battle is over. Cats are licking wounds and glaring at each other. Leafpool needs to find Mothwing before she leaves. What Heavy Step was dead. When oh. she had decided not to take the message to RiverClan... She assumed that Mothwing would find the cat mint on her own or that he would recover. But Heavy Step is dead. Here's the thing, girl. It's her fault. Okay, well, listen, I knew you were going to do this. Like, I knew you were going to do this. But, come here, real quick. (sighs) She doesn't talk to God. If you don't tell her, (laughs) she'll never know. Like, how, how will she figure this out? She won't. Well, and what of the dream that Mothwing had reported? Because oh. Leafpool knows that she doesn't get... <laughs> Leafpool's like, if she does start getting visions, she's going to know, so I do need to go talk to her. So, Well, if she had started to believe enough to receive signs from StarClan, Mudfur wouldn't have needed Leafpool. Mudfur could have told Mothwing himself, yeah. but he didn't. Yeah. So Mothwing had lied in front of the entire gathering. Yeah. Leafpool can't imagine why. I can Surely Mothwing had no quarrel. Surely Mothwing had no quarrel with Stormfur or Brooke. I forgot that was what the other thing was about. Yeah, that was the other thing. It was just like... But it could have been Hawkfrost's idea. But even if it had been, why would Mothwing go along with it? She was a loyal medicine cat. She'd even refused to tell Leopardstar about Leafpool's dreams to avoid lying. Mothwing is crouched by the roots of the oak, sheltering Willowpaw behind her. Before Leafpool can reach her, Hawkfrost is there, bristling. He stalks toward Mothwing, a look of murderous fury in his eyes. You mouse-brained idiot, he spat. She nearly ruined everything. Um, no. This was entirely on you. Also, I'm gonna- can I- Oh. I want to, like, magic treehouse leap into this book right now. (laughs) 
and punch <laughs> a cat in the face. I know that like would be super bad for me, a human woman, to magically jump into this book and punch like a cat or you know hit harm a cat. But, but he's a magical say, cat uh, jerk. Yeah, Hawk Frost deserves a good punch from anyone really. Mothwing sends Willowpaw to find Mistyfoot, and Willowpaw glances nervously at Hawkfrost, but scampers off. Leafpool shrank into the shadows. She hates eavesdropping on her friend. No, you don't. But she needs to know what's going on. Right? No, you don't. Like, you girl, half you all you do is eavesdrop. I can count on my hands and toes the many times you have eavesdropped in this series. Well, Hawkfrost growls that she let him down. She promised she would tell the gathering about the dream. They would have been able to get rid of those mangy interlopers. But now they'll be lucky if any cat believes her the next time she opens her mouth. This is, once again, your fault. And Leafpool, just go jump in right now. Who cares? This idiot shouldn't be able to, like, finish a sentence. Why should they? Mothwing asks, eyes filled with misery. (sighs) It was a lie. She's never had dreams from Star Clan. Hawk Frost snorts in disgust. That's just between them. No other cat knows. They would have listened to her if she hadn't been mewling like a kit. He could rip her fur off for this. Oh my god! Mothwing says she doesn't care. He made her lie in front of the whole gathering. That's worse. Your guys' dynamic is really upsetting to witness. Yeah. Hawkfrost says it wasn't really lying. She knows it's best if Stormfur leaves. Hawkfrost deserves to be deputy, but if he stays, Mistyfoot will make sure Stormfur succeeds her. Ah! Hawk- Called there we it. Go. And yeah, Hawkfrost, because you're terrible. You have no tact. Yeah. You openly challenge two other clans to war with no one's approval. It's not the fact that Stormfur is there. Like, if you were smart, you'd be like, wow, um, Stormfur's a terrible candidate and I can figure out how to do this internally. Yeah. Oh my god, no, buddy, you're just dumb and you're not gonna get the job. <laughs> Mothwing argues that he's a good warrior, but Hawkfrost hisses not to say that. He was willing to leave his clan once. Who's to say he won't leave again? Hawkfrost has always been loyal to RiverClan. He deserves to be deputy. No. Mothwing knows that. Star Clan knows that. Why shouldn't they make sure the whole clan knows too? Mothwing tells him calmly that it's because her duty is to the clan, not to him. Also, I don't think you've ever talked to Star Clan, buddy. I mean,. Does he know? Did your dad tell you he was Star Clan? Yeah, I think, hey, bud, here's the thing. I know that you didn't grow up here, which is fine. I'm obviously okay with that. I love my boy Firestar. Yeah. But did you not like to talk to anyone about your recent, recent clan history? No? Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. Why do you think Star Clan is a dark place in the woods with no food and one guy? (laughs) <laughs> I suppose, like, the one person who can supposedly talk to God actively doesn't. So, maybe it's not entirely his fault if he got bamboozled into thinking that was actually Star Clan. That'd be funny. But. Eh. I just don't. He 
man, he really thinks he is, he's all that in a bag of chips, huh? Oh, yeah. Reality, he is less than the crumb. He is the, he is, uh, the air. The disappointing amount of air in the bag of chips. This isn't what we planned, Hawk Frost snarled. He didn't help her become a medicine cat for this. <gasps> what does she think would happen if her precious clanmates knew the truth about her? The moth sign. Mothwing flinches and turns away. Suddenly, Mothwing looks Hawkfrost in the eyes. Do what you want, she tells him. She's tried to be a good medicine cat and serve her clan the best she can. But she can't go on lying. Hawkfrost was made deputy before when Mistyfoot was trapped by two legs. And he'll be made deputy again, as long as he doesn't do anything stupid. She pauses and adds sharply, if he tells the truth about her, it won't look so good for himself, would it? <laughs> Got him! Hawkfrost raises his paw, and Leafquill braces herself to rush to Mothwing's aid. But then he spun around and stalked away, and he looked exactly like Tigerstar when Leafpool saw him in her dreams. Girly, I don't know how we can... Like, I don't know how we can emphasize this more. <laughs> Do you want to try to get off this island quick? Yeah, let's just go. I hate being here. Okay. Mothwing slumps against the tree. Leafpool went to her and touched her shoulder with the tip of her tail. She doesn't really know what to say. She doesn't really know what she just heard means. So she just says that she's so sorry Heavy Step died. Mothwing looks at her, eyes full of regret. She searched and searched for catmint, but she couldn't find any. Words of comfort choked in Leafpool's throat. How can she be responsible for reading the signs of two different clans? It's my fault, Leafpool blurts. Mudford came to her and told her where Mothwing could find Catmint, but she was caring for a sick kit and didn't have time to come, and she didn't know if Mothwing would believe her. Oh, I would, Mothwing said quietly. She would never doubt the strength of Leafpool's faith. Oh? Leafpool asks how does she explain her dreams if she doesn't believe they come from Star Clan. Mothwing says maybe she found out about the catmint from Squirrelflight or Brambleclaw if they spotted it when they first explored around the lake. Maybe they told her and she forgot. Leafpool says uncomfortably that she doesn't think so. Mm. Mothwing assures her that she's sure Leafpool isn't lying. Just that. Maybe she remembers things in her dream that she forgot when she was awake. And Leafpool believes in Starclan, so that's how the memory appears to her. Which, that's like, that is like kind of like how dreams actually work. Um, but also, we don't even in the real world understand how dreams work. Um, yeah, and like, how would she know Heavy Step was sick? And that you needed Catmint. Yeah. I don't know. Leafpool shakes her head, confused. Whatever, she better tell Mothwing where that catmint is now. 
uh, we got, we can move, we can discuss our religious differences later. Uh, we have some bigger fish to fry. I think your dad is talking to your brother in his sleep. Mothwing, Leopard Star calls for her. And Mothwing sprang to her paws. Am, she should go. Am, Leopard Star is angry with her enough as quick, it is. Just like, it's so easy to say things quickly. Well, Leafpool calls after her to follow the thunder path away from the lake. That's to find the cat. Okay. She didn't say anything about the dad brother thing. Well, at least she said the cat maintenance thing. Because that would have really sucked if she didn't cover either of those subjects. Leafpool follows to the tree bridge where cats are gathered to cross. <laughs> right. She's so worried about Mothwing. <laughs> they Mothling. awkwardly go over the single file bridge after they all just yes. like were punching each other. Like, yeah, yeah, they do. Nice, guys. Nice. The get-along bridge that started with murder. She's looking for her clanmate when a familiar scent washes over I her. I can't do this. Crowfeather. She wants to flee, but he'd spotted her and stepped forward. Hi, Crowfeather. She greets Cr- him awkwardly. Guys. How are things in Wind Clan? It'd be best if you just both acted like you didn't exist. Fine. His voice is curt. Leafpool doubts that and starts to say that she's sorry if he's having problems. Problems? Crowfeather shrugs. He just said everything was fine. Brambleclaw. Being so close to him makes Leafpool's heart pound. Brambleclaw, ignore Leafpool. This is a great example of what you should do. Well, she can't bear to see him so tense when she knows how much pain he's hiding. I never meant to hurt you, Leafpool murmured. Okay. We're they- surrounded by, like, 50 other cats. Is this really the time and place to do this when you guys were just so carefully trying to, you know, make sure this... Not. Like, yeah. They chose to be loyal to their clans, Crowfeather says, quiet and steady. But Leafpool hears the agony in every breath. It's better if they don't see each other anymore, he says. Yeah. Leafpool knows he's right. I thought we already... But pain stabs at her. Couldn't they even be friends? Nope. Crowfeather holds her gaze for a heartbeat, then walked away. Goodbye, Leafpool whispered. But he doesn't look back. Finally, we're off this island. Oh my gosh. We should have another awkward encounter with an ex. Yeah, but, you know, it happens. Yeah. Happens to the best of us. And you know what? At least they were able to keep it, like, relatively drama free there that was probably as best as that could have gone and maybe it's yeah, best yeah. that it had they ripped the band-aid off pretty quickly there yeah i'm sure it will still be a wound that they're both going to have to you know cope with a bit and honestly the ending of their it's sad but like the ending of their relationship endeared it a lot more to me than like the entirety of their relationship <laughs> Um, yeah. cause they were both, you know, as, as much as it sucked, they once like a third party came in and was like, what are you, what you doing here, guys? <laughs> I'm hi, It's me. Midnight. <laughs> the, w- the relationship coach for some reason. Um, <laughs> uh, we, I'm going to make sure both your clans aren't destroyed. They were like, oh my God, this is so dumb. What are we doing? So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I wish Midnight would show up and do the same with Brambleclaw and Squirrel Flight. Yeah. 
but that would be nice. I can only dream. If you too want to dream of a badger coming to you and telling you to break up with your significant other because they're super toxic and going to lead to the destruction of your entire family and home. (laughs) I think instead it might be easier to follow us on Instagram or Twitter at WCWITCast or send us an email at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, best way to do that is to share the episode with a friend. Say, hey, in this one, um, wow, have you ever, like, seen um, a reality TV show <laughs> uh, where, like, people are out at a nice dinner where they're supposed to be getting around and then someone throws a table? <laughs> like, kind of like that, but with cats. <laughs> like, they were supposed to be, like, nice and polite. Did not happen. In fact tables were thrown yeah so so much so that the like mater g uh that the, the waiter came and like literally turned off the light and was like stop get out of here <laughs> yeah be nice to your waiters because i'm ember heart and i'm tangle tongue and this has been warrior cats what is that Thank you.